Okay, we're live. Episode near fellas, episode uh, nineteen, I think. Right, Maddie. Yeah, last week was eighteen. Last no, this is eight. yeah, yeah, that's nineteen. Nineteen. Last week was you and Matt, and uh, you know, I gotta say, I think you guys did a pretty good job. I'm not gonna lie, I actually listened to the whole thing. It's the first episode I've actually listened to all the way through. I haven't listened to a single one before. That you love my Joe, you it. love my Joe DiMaggio stat with that was like six years off yeah you're throwing out stats that were completely <laughs> false it was it was halfway there i heard Oops. michael k say it and nobody would have known if, no if we didn't just mention it i texted him, and told him i was like dude you are so far off on that stat i think you were like did you google it, it? In ni- it ha- um i either googled it or i went back and re-listened to what i think michael k said but i think it was like you said it happened in 1941 and it happened in like 1946, like towards the end of the guy's career. I'm pro- I'm probably off on that, but it was towards the end of his career. Um, For a week, though, people thought I was a big Yankees historian. Well, uh-huh. you're not. Also, you guys took major, major, major shots at me, and I wasn't there to defend myself. What? What? Which ones? I don't know. You kept saying how I am the apologist and this, that. I'm which the we say. I'm the corporate. I'll say Yankee it again. Fan you are and, a corporate Yankee fan. You're no, t- the well, Twitter you know actually. I'll, I'll say you actually gave some fire on Twitter today. Yeah, and you know and what? And you got actually, some interaction, too. I had a little interaction with some guy today. I tweeted at uh, Barstool because they tweeted something about the so-called rivalry. And uh, I tweeted back at him, and he responded with me, cry. And I said, I was just stating some facts, numbnuts. So, listen, maybe I'll tag him in the episode. Maybe we just gained a new listener. He took a shot at how we only have three listeners, but that's not true. I think we have, like... Wait a bar, somebody on, somebody on Barstool? No, some rando. Uh, uh, I don't know his name, but maybe I'll tag him in the ep- the release of this episode, and maybe we just gained a, a loyal listener. I'm about to tweet at him, lick my no, nuts. No, 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 leave him alone. Leave him alone. No. What's the point? He uh, liked my tweet. I said, you got to start somewhere. Drive interaction. So shout out to, uh, I don't remember his name. I know he's a Dolphins fan. but uh, Yeah, what a fucking winner. Shout out to him. Um. Yeah, but you guys took major shots at me, Eric. You should—I don't know if you listened to the last episode, but it was just shot after shot after Sell shot. Sell a cow. And, uh, I was—I was in it for—I was in it for some of it. I just for some reason my mic wasn't really working. I thought you didn't even have a mic. I did. I haven't used it in a while. I have one. <laughs> oh, I thought you just—I thought it was broken. Add it to the list of broken things that you have. Yeah. I just this tweeted, really... "Hey Simba, lick balls." Hey, come on, bro. Leave the guy alone. We're not here to. We're not here. Mike, to we're work. on. Fuck. This is literally what Twitter is. You can't take the yes. heat. Get out of the kitchen. I guess Twitter's a place to be to do dunking and get dunked on. I suppose. Yes. Um. Anyway, so back to the major shots that you guys were taking at me. I'm I'm going to set the record straight here. From fr- on, uh, today is Sunday, August twentieth, and I have officially. I did weeks ago, probably, eh, maybe two weeks ago. Th- I'm throwing the towel in. Season's cooked. It's done. It's over. They're pathetic. They stink. They're 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 just every word that you could think of that is a negative word. They are. They're just so bad. But we'll jump into that in a minute. You know how Matt, you, you, said, to, you know you how you said today. Yeah, I went to you the support, game. You support. You support. No, no, no. You know, and nonsense. I was just. This is a. This is a point I was about to bring up. Um, Hal or Cashman, if you're listening, I probably took a bite out of every fucking thing and threw it right in the trash. So the food that you thought you were going to save, you didn't save. I fucking, I ate it all up. So what'd you get it? Like a California roll in the champions, whatever. I got, I got a California roll. I took like two bites out of it and then put it right under my seat. I got a pretzel, ate half of it, put it under my seat. Got another Now do you have to, you have to order from someone or do you get to go to like a special area? It's just, so when you... So you know how you know how it is, right? You know how you can walk down like those. You you're in section like one thirteen, then you mm-hmm. walk down the steps, and then you can continue to walk down to those like big that big seating area. It's like a drop in the concrete. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, so you can go underneath the front left. Yeah, imagine level. if you you get down to the bottom of the stairs and you take a right. There's a big there's a big like sweet area that you go in, and they have like this big. Uh, like the heating drawers, and it just has like hamburgers, hot dogs, sausage, French fries, chicken tenders, chicken fingers, ah, tremendous uh, pizza. 
It's sweet. Like I legitimately ate like probably $150 worth of food in Yeah, in Yankee reality standards. though, like it's really, really like could, $10 worth of food, but you probably couldn't afford those tickets had they been a halfway decent team. No. They it would have been like, "Oh yeah, we're going to the Yankee game." So my buddies were who were there. They were sitting in the legend suite. They were like two sections over. They paid eight fifty for those tickets. That's all. You know how much? You know how much they were selling for today? Literally a row in front of them. They were row two. Front row was selling for fifty. No, they're selling for three. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. Well, either way, you I went was in the same spot last year. Yeah. Did that game? What so you I was in the same spot last year. That that game you guys went to that ALCS game. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. All right. Uh, that ALCS yeah. game you guys went to. Sorry, I don't know why. I don't know why I just did that. That ALCS game you went to. Me and Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were. We were. We sat. We didn't actually sit and in I the can suite. Hear you perfect. Yeah. No, we can hear you now. It just cut out for one second. We um, we sat okay. right behind the suite. Yeah. No, that game. I had. I had tickets to. I had tickets to game five. Oh, you did. Oh, and like, you were that I spent like one eighty four, and then you. Yeah, I spent like 180 for game five and like the nosebleeds for me and my dad. And then I saw like the lower section was going for like, what? What do you guys sit for? 60 bucks. 60 bucks, which is like nothing. Oh, hot start for us tonight, huh? Six minutes in. Wheels Eric are coming per- off the cheese. <laughs> the wheels are falling off. <laughs> Eric was perfectly fine yeah. before we hit record. Now we hit He was literally fine the whole sudden. time. And as soon as he goes to talk, it's just like, <laughs> it's like the fucking sound. What the hell do you pay for out there in Smithtown? And I, it's so expensive to live in Long Island. I don't understand. I could hear you fine and like I could see you until I start, start talking. I think we're good. It always He's always good for like one or two like. I think the, I think the thousands of listeners have come to expect the technical yeah, difficulties. Yeah. We're that on we podcast, uh, and it looks like we have. Oh our, yeah, our, yeah, you're a real fucking piece of garbage. Congrats, uh, yeah, you swept in August, and and you're the fucking second worst Maddie, team relax. in the division too. Relax, congrats. Relax. No, 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 no. Because I heard a bunch of cocksuckers. No, there used to be a day that if Boston fans were walking out of the stadium, they would have got fucking lit up. Nowadays, they're. They're here talking shit. Like, congrats. Yeah, dude. Well, they can talk stink. shit. We stink. Yeah, but they're not any better. It's not like they're leading the division. Now, listen, I understand. I agree. This would have more merit if they were in a playoff spot. But they, they're not, and they're fighting for a playoff spot. Well, we're just fighting to maybe finish at 500. Maybe. And I put an emphasis on maybe because I don't think we're going to finish at 500. I think we're going to finish well below. Good. So, Lodge, welcome in. How you doing? Hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> he doesn't even have to talk, and it already goes into a frenzy. Yeah, I just showed up, and Maddie. I, my favorite thing about today was Maddie's Snapchat story. I don't know if you guys talked about it, what? but him celebrating the home run, and then the next slide is saying the Yankees are a bunch of losers. Oh, made my day. That was an electric home run. It was um, electric. It felt good for like ten minutes, dude. It was a great game. <laughs> you know what? I hold on. Oh, it was We're a good game. Off- if you actually look at like. If, if they weren't playing so poorly, like it would, you know, whatever. If they were a good team, that's a good game. And you lo- and you can live with that loss if you didn't lose the first two by like a score of 14 to two, you know, over the course of two games. So you show a little life and then you, and then first of all, and I'm not going to say they lost because of that overturn call at home, but no, like, that's I, a I, don't big you, I don't know how you overturn that call, especially when you call him safe on the field. And then yes, I never see the over. I never. See what the is this? What there. is the rule? He's sliding. The ball is not there. He's technically no, still not, blocking the plate. No, by the time he got to home plate, he had the ball. So he wasn't technically blocking, but they called him safe on the field. And if you watch the replay, it was very difficult to tell when his foot hit the, you know, hit home plate versus when it got tagged. So inconclusive, you can't really tell. They what constitutes the blocking, field. though? That's my question. Is it when if you he, initiate the slide? If, if yes, if he is, going but he already to initiated the slide. the slide. No, he had the ball at that point. Yes. Are you going to tell did. me I, who was at the game looking at the jumbotron? Okay, but dude, you were forever away. I was watching it frame by frame with with Michael K and Paul O'Neill, and they were both surprised that it was overturned. But yeah, nevertheless, Yankee boy lover Michael K. Loser. Uh, he does work for them. Um. First of all, you didn't lose that game because of that. You can't 
No, you lost because of the double play throw. Yeah, that too. But you can't. I, the biggest piece for me was when they intentionally walked Devers. So and then dumb. You let the net. You let. No, it's not. You don't want. Yes, him it to is. Beat you. No, Why? it wasn't. You, Why, Mike? He's three for three. So what? He hits a home run. Same outcome. Even if the guy after him hits a home run, he gets on base. It's still a two run home run. Go at the guy. It's not like you're walking to go to some guy who's dog shit. He's okay, the guy he's behind not, batting two ninety eight. But he's not Rafael Devers who kills us. So you understand the move there to you you walk the guy you don't want to beat you, and then you let the guy behind him beat you. That's not how it's supposed to go. You have to take care of business against the guy that is not supposed to beat you and Justin Turner. It's not Mike, Justin Turner. It's not like I, I would agree with you if you were walking to get to someone Elijah, who was a Red good. Sox fan. Do you understand the move to walk Devers and try to go after Turner? Yeah, of course. Devers owns the Yankees. Like, come on, that's that's not a that's not a hard decision to, to look at and be like, oh, well, Boone did it. No, no, it it's right not move. like the worst. It's not the worst. It's not the worst thing. That's not what costed us the game at all. But it's very. It, it is a lose lose because Turner's a great hitter. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's not like you're okay, walking to not, get to a fucking schmuck. But he's not Devers, and Devers had was three right. for three and had been killing three for us. three. The odds of him going four for four not that high. <laughs> oh, now, How many four for four days are there? Now you want to play. Analytics. Now I want to play the stat. Yeah, I want to play analytics, jackass. All right. Well, listen. I'm sure we'll dive into the Yankees. We are. Can I get to what I was going to say in the beginning? How you you out? Wait, did Matty ever talk about how the NBA draft works and swapping picks and stuff? No, I can't not. do it till Matt's there. Matt's here. Right. Elijah, <laughs> the, the the thousands have... of listeners have been chomping at the bit. What's that? It's the only thing I care about. I have one. I wake uh, up. I think about it. I go to bed. I have one dark spot. What? I have one dark spot about the Yank about the Yankees twenty twenty three draft pick. They will oh, so I was basically reading that now be now the twenty twenty four draft pick because because they were so far above the luxury tax. Even like even if you could call this tanking, which it, it really isn't, but if you like think, oh, at least they'll get a good draft pick, any draft pick they get is bumped down ten spots because they were so far above the luxury tax. Wow. I mean, they don't know what's so, up, like, what's down, what's, what's left, what's right. They, they, they don't know anything. And, and Ten spots? So, so, say, so say they're the 12th worst team and they, they should have the 12th pick. It's the 22nd. Oh! Why does it matter? It's not like we farm talent anyways. I mean, listen, if this were like the NFL or the NBA, it would be way more detrimental, but like a lot of players don't get picked up yeah. through the draft in MLB. But it's still just incompetence no, just, on top right, of incompetence. It is, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just compounding incompetence, you know. Um, but you know what? We're going to get into baseball in a little bit. There's not much to talk about with the Yankees. Elijah's team swept us at home. Yada, yada, yada. Not that we're much better. I mean, like I said <laughs> 10 minutes, 5 minutes ago, you know, if you guys were in a playoff position – or if you had the third wild card spot, it would have probably meant a lot more, but it keeps you in the hunt. So, like, congratulations. I mean, we did gain three games on the Astros. Yeah, the Mariners are hot as hell right now, huh? Yeah, yeah one we, guy has we, more it, fucking hits than our entire team. <laughs> that is and true. now we face the Astros seven out of the next ten games. So, good sweeping the Yankees definitely helps. I'd rather get the Astros... I, I wouldn't want to get the Astros coming off of a sweep against the Mariners because they're going to be... You know, they don't roll yeah. over, so, like, they're going to come to play, which kind of yeah, sucks really, for you guys, but. We're only three games back. Oh, the third wild card. Yeah, it's not bad. Gotti, season's over. I think the uh, I think the uh, Mariners are a half game out of the AL West now. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. They're on fire. Well, no, they're actually still behind Houston by a half game. Yeah, behind, that's what I'm saying, behind Houston by a half game. Did you guys see. And two and um, a half behind Texas. Did you guys see uh, Framber? Valdez hit that guy on purpose. No, I missed that. Oh, he he was getting shelled. They were up. Mariners were up six two, and he hits the guy on purpose. Bench is clearing. No brawl, but the one issue I had with it was obviously he hit him on purpose, and I guess he has a history of hitting people. When he's getting rocked, he hits people. I didn't know that <laughs> until I saw someone say it. And then Julio Rodriguez runs out there, and I think he forgot he was on the Mariners for a second. I mean, he was holding Framber Valdez, trying to hold him back. It's like. Shouldn't you be out there like pissed off at the guy? I'm so sick of these guys like being so friendly with each other. It's like, come on. You guys are fighting, I them, not see that. That's funny. fighting them for a playoff position, and Framber or uh, Julio is out there hugging him, trying to calm him down. 
I, I don't you know. Just let them get suspended. When's the last time you think they lost eight in a row, guys? Uh, August 1995. Yep. Oh, what do you know? Right. August 2023. Beautiful. World Listen, Series it's imp- 2024. It's impressive that they, uh, you know, that they had such a great winning streak for 28 years, and now it's uh, equally as impressive that they've lost eight in a row. <laughs> so that's a positive spin there. Um, but anyway, we'll jump into that. Elijah, we wanted to bring to you uh, last okay. podcast. It was Matt and um, Saint, and they did a great job. And we had kind of touched on doing some type of like uh, pick them for college football and the NFL. After hours and hours of um, talking, <laughs> me, Eric, and Saint uh, came up with a plan. Eric did not like my original plan, of course, had to crunch some numbers or do whatever he did to shoot it down, to say it doesn't make sense, yada, 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 whatever. Eric came up with a plan. So what we want to do is we're going to do... I mean, was he wrong? No. Uh, no, he wasn't 100% wrong, but it just took some time to get there, and I took some you know, maturity on my part. Just, we, haven't, we, haven't right. we haven't mentioned it yet, so why don't you just, just yeah, walk, yeah. Through, walk through it for the... So we're going to do... Um, Basically, pick them for the NFL and college football. Uh, and the okay. scoring is going to work for the NFL. One point, you get a one-point play, a two-point play, and a three-point play. You get to pick which points or which games you know you want your points to represent. Okay, so there's that. Yep, with spreads. Yeah. Um, and then college, we're going to do the same thing, and it's going to be four, what was it, four, three, two? Right, exactly. So the, those points, right? Those points will be four point, three point, and two point. Um, and then what we'll do for a bonus, if you want, in the NFL, your three picks, you have to pick the correct over under. And in order to get three points, you have to get all three correct. You can't go like one for two and get one point, or one for three and get one point. You have to get all three right. Oh no, step for the NFL. What's that? Uh, you had me. What's going with the over under? You have to pick three other games. No, no, over-under? no. There are three games that you pick. Oh. You have to pick the over under for those three if you want. You don't have to, but if you hit all okay, three right, okay. then you get three points. If you miss one, then you don't get anything. Okay. Um, okay. So that'll be like a bonus if you want to do that. And then we will start week two of college football because week one and week week one of the NFL and week two of college football line up to be the first, uh, like, even. Yeah, first week kind of sucks anyway. Right, exactly. So what we want to do is we want to, I already asked you separately if you wanted to join, you said no. I will give you the opportunity <laughs> to, if you want to do this, say yes. If not. Oh, so you're putting me on the spot, live on the podcast to say yes. Well, I mean, if, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Well, then that ruins the other part of giving you our picks for the Google Sheet unless we think we could still do that. Uh, like I have to put it into a Google sheet. No, we wanted to send you all of our picks ahead of time. So we weren't all having the opportunity to pick the same games. And no, things I, like I that. take, give me option two. I'm out. Send me the picks. <laughs> all right. For the okay, listeners who are wondering what the buy-in is, the buy-in is $25,000. Cause <laughs> you know, this podcast is doing well the past couple of months. Yeah. So it's 20. I heard. Yeah. Mike told me 50,000, 25 K buy-in. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. But uh, I think, <laughs> yeah, I way think to we, fucking <laughs> way to fucking lie, Mike. I think we settled on. I think we settled on maybe five hundred. Five grand, yeah. No, I think five hundred is a good number, dude. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see who has the most points at the end of the season, and whoever wins wins, and we'll we'll break out the the winner gets X, and second place gets this, and third place gets probably nothing. But we'll go. I, I don't know. We'll break down the. We'll break it down. <laughs> As to who gets what, but I know Matt is in on it. I don't remember what we said. That's all. Second. I thought we said second gets money back. Whatever we could, we could, we could break it down. I don't remember what we settled on to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. We get their money back. Got you. Okay. Uh, yeah, that works. And then uh, the person who comes in last place 
has to do some sort of punishment. And we don't know what that punishment is going to be yet, but yeah. we'll, uh, we'll come up with something. How about that? That'll, that'll get people interested week over week, huh? Mm-hmm. Love that. We'll be handicappers. Yep. On my last, the uh, podcast I used to do, we would do a, a steak dinner. Oh, really? So the other person had to buy the other person's steak dinner for whoever won. Oh, interesting. Okay. We'd say, every week we'd say there's a lot of steaks on the line. This whole thing. <laughs> I like that little play on <laughs> words there. That was good. Um, Eric, your sound is a little off, huh? Oh, he's completely frozen now. Yeah, you're going to have your work cut out for you later, Lodge. Um Come on. We started early tonight. It's good. <laughs> um, we did. I think he's back. So, yeah, that's going to be the uh, that's going to be the play for uh, the college football and um, NFL season. So we'll uh, we'll send up. We're going to try and send you our picks by Wednesday. I think we settled on All right. in case someone wants to pick that Thursday game, and then we'll uh, we'll try to keep an update as time goes on and try to make it look nice inside of a Google sheet, and we'll put it out on our Instagram and Twitter, and uh, love it. Maybe people can can you know, buy into our picks if they want, because we're professionals. You got to be good at it first. I've been doing this for many years. God. That doesn't answer. That doesn't mean you're good at it. I'm more of a player prop guy, but, um, <laughs> you know, I hate to be like. You do love the player prop. I hate to sound like, you know, first world problems, but the fucking club has been closed every Monday for the past two months because of outings. It's so annoying. I just looked at the T-sheet. And it's all booked up. I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah, that must be tough. tough well, that you have a you can't. Membership. You can't. They close the course so much. It's so annoying. Eric's going to come right back uh, on in a minute. Maybe. No, he texted the chat. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I know Eric's not here, and maybe he can defend himself when he gets here. Still waiting on my invite to go out there and play in Long Island with Eric. Hasn't happened yet. The season is kind of rude. Yeah, the season is coming to a close very quickly. Um, Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. How that works. It is interesting. So I, I don't know what's going to happen. Lige, I heard your family's going to the Sox Dodgers game next week. Uh, really? I guess so. You know that probably know that better than I do. Are you going? <laughs> uh, probably not, but well, I don't know. I told your brother. Is. You let me know. I told your brother. I hope they have a tremendous time up until the last part of the game and they lose and their trip is ruined. Safe travels, but I hope their trip is awful. I appreciate that. That means a lot. And you know what the point Also, just check the standings because, you know, I haven't been paying attention to baseball as much as I should. Uh, Dodgers are absolutely on fire right now. They're like 17-2 and two in August. Yeah, they're instantly 11 and a half games up in the division and are on a roll again. They were struggling to start the year. I didn't realize how good they had been. Could you imagine if the Yankees had got Freddie Freeman? But you know what? You can look back. Hindsight's twenty twenty. You picked up Rizzo That's and we're like, literally okay, lefty, a lefty fuck. power hitter like good first base yeah. and like you would have thought like i'm not saying he would have done freddie freeman production but like you would have thought you got more than what, what you got well i mean he was fine until we literally had him play for how many two months with a fucking concussion yeah the medical staff needs to have some serious um scrutiny put on that. top to bottom they should honestly i would sue them all right let's we can jump into now that we got the the, the football stuff out of the way we can jump into what we think is going on inside the yankees um world or whatever you want to Derek call jeter it, but is a gm that's actually let me ask you a question though like i know he's a fan favorite and i know he's like the most renowned yankee of all time if you will one of right if not the but like he doesn't have any general manager experience and i'm not saying he like wouldn't be good at it but like you, just because you're getting a guy who was a tremendous player and, and a winner doesn't mean it's going to translate to being a GM. Like, there's other GMs out there who have done it in this new age of baseball. Well, which don't get me wrong, I would love to have somebody who probably looks at baseball a lot the way a lot of people do, like Jeter, and like kind of like that new, new school, old school way where you have you want data. You'd be dumb not to get the data, right? But like, I don't. His time in Miami didn't really necessarily. Turn out to be all that successful. Look where they are now. where they are now. Okay, but that's not. Is that him? I mean, you can no. dive into it and look, but probably not. Takes a couple. The of only years. thing you could say that he did positive was dump Stanton onto us. So, 
The only positive collusion. Yeah, the only positive thing he did was dump Stanton onto us, and now we have to pay him. Well, we've had this nerd in office for the past twenty five years, so I'd like to have like a. I mean, uh, listen, the, the, the total opposite. The thing with Cashman, he's a like, nerd. Even if you like, dude, he has been with the Yankees organization for thirty seven years. He was like a, a an assistant GM or in, started as an intern, became assistant GM for 12 years, and then he took over 98, and it's been 25 years. It's like, okay, yes, he's had a successful history with them. Whether you want to argue that Gene Michael built the team, whatever. Like, he still had to make pivotal trades and things like that and acquisitions and, and all those things throughout his, his tenure. But, my God, 37 years with the same organization. Like, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't happen – like, think about our jobs. I've had, like, five jobs since I've joined the workforce. Like, people just don't stay with companies for 40 or 45 years anymore. So why well, should they the Usually they retire after 37 years. I mean, he's a young guy. He started when he was early 20s, I bet, um, with them. So, like, it, you know, but, man, and, it, you know, Hal said, I'm going to have to ask tough questions if we're healthy and we're missing the playoffs and we're, you know, a, a healthy team. And they're not healthy. So, like, they always have that excuse to fall back on. God, they've had that excuse. And I don't know if they're going to do that. And I know everyone is like, Boone's got to go. Boone's got to go. And, like, I understand that people might want him to go because maybe he's lost the locker room. I don't know. But, like, these guys just aren't performing. Like, they're just not performing at all. Like, Stanton, like, not performing Bowers DFA him. He's terrible. Like I just, so it's uh, how much blame Dude, can you put you on have He's ben, got to You have these three guys that are arguably starting or coming in and playing a good amount. Ben Rovert, or however the fuck you say his name, Jake Bowers and McKinney. Those are triple a players, double a players at best. And they're, they're starting for you on a $280 million payroll. Who the G, who the genius of Brian Cashman has constructed. He's done a poor job. Aaron Boone doesn't put together the, he doesn't put together the team. He just puts together the lineup. Yeah, no, I get it. I don't know. What would Elijah, I know you probably don't really give a shit, but like, <laughs> what would you do in order to change the trajectory of where they're going right now? Because they're falling into the, the depths of like pre 1995, where they were terrible for, for 10 plus years. Like that's where it's going in my opinion. So you're, you're always going to have the payroll, which I think will help. Um, yeah, as well as you, but should. you, like, have... you should spend. You should always yeah. spend money if you can. Right. But you, I think you have to gut it, which is unfortunate because I think it's finally going to happen. Like, I don't think the Yankees have been good enough to win a World Series for a while now, and they've always been close enough to where they keep everyone. When you say gut it, though, what do you – like, gut it in what sense? Like, what do you – Ashton's got to go. Boone's got to go. Just top to bottom, clear them out and just get new blood in there. You have to try something different if it's not working anymore. But what did I, I tweeted out the other day? I said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over yeah. and over again, expecting a different result. And it's like you're, you're, you're. Oh, there goes Eric. But you're, you're, you're. Uh, you're it's unbelievable. I, I don't get this podcast, man. It's cursed. No, it's that Long Island Wi-Fi. It's garbage. Strong Island. Forget where it was. It is the definition of insanity over there with them and the way they do things and like. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There is a decent amount of payroll falling off like this in coming up in after the end of 2023, like Donaldson's 25 million is gone, but you got to pay him 6 million. It's a $6 million, you know, team option. You right. pay that very happily. The only person you're still paying after this year is Hicks um, in Baltimore. And then, um, you know, Montas is gone. Is that, where, is that where he is now? Yeah. He's in Baltimore. Frankie Montas, I, I believe is gone. Severino's gone. Um, I mean, but between, you know, Stanton, Judge, Cole, Rizzo, and LeMayhew, they have, like, over $100 million in payroll, which is crazy. Yeah, you're definitely going to get fresh blood in there, which will be good. But, I mean, listen. It's got it's to be a culture change. Yeah. I think, you know, I saw a tweet the other day that said, like, I want a mascot. Get rid of the beard policy. No beard policy. I want City Connect jerseys. And I'm like, is this really where we're going to? Who like, said this that? Is, I don't know some random Twitter account. This is what that's a little. This is what we're going to is like we think these things are contributing. It's not contributing. Like oh, it's someone's like oh, it's a culture change. Like man, if you can't play baseball because you have to shave your face or you don't have a city connect jersey and you don't have a mascot, the Yankees used to have a mascot too. By the way, I believe it was in like the late seventies or something like that. And how about that? Yeah, it was a 
terrible, terrible mascot. But um, <laughs> let me see if I can find it real quick. That's hilarious. I did not know that. Yeah, his name was Dandy. Yeah. Between uh, <laughs> the, Dandy was the mascot of the New York Yankees between 1979 and 1981. He was a large oh pink bird that sported a Yankees hat. <laughs> he had a mustache that gave him a, <laughs> an appearance similar to that of former Yankee catcher Thurman Munson. His name. I lied. We need that. <laughs> you should go- I Google it and take a look at what Dandy looked like. He was name Dandy. Yeah, just type in Yankees mascot. Anyway, but yeah, I think you're right. You got to change things up massively. But the thing is, is like, are they going to let Cashman go? They just signed into another four year extension at the beginning of this year. So wow, this is the, the most terrifying fucking mascot. Oh, I've I ever need seen. this. I need Dandy back. Bring Dandy back. This guy is like bring Dandy back. This is a movement. It's the worst. <laughs> Nevertheless, <laughs> I don't think that it matters when it comes to a mascot or a um, correct beard policy. Is there? No, dude. Um, that's the fucking we've we won plenty of World Series with it with the policy. It's not even that big of a deal. I mean, like think about like being a banker on Wall Street. Like you can't necessarily go in there with an untamed beard. Like you have to presentable to some level so like should we get rid of that too stock market stinks Ah, change the policy you have to wear suits every once in a while to work should we get rid of that just wear sweatpants pieces of garbage yeah look how look how low we are talking about all this stuff to do whatever we can yeah no it's a fucking loser mentality it's just fire like like, you know what matt said last pod last podcast which i totally agree with he said even if it wasn't the right move George would have gone out. George would have done something. Even if it was just a rash, like, fire this guy and hire this guy. Like, even if in the long run it wasn't the right move, he did something to show that he actually cared. And I feel like they don't, they haven't done that. And yeah, how many times have have I said, and we've all said it, but we trick ourselves every year to bind back into it. How many times are we going to trot the same exact team out there pretty much and hope that maybe we get a little bit further? I mean, yeah, I, I agree. The last big splash that they made was in 2009 with CC, Teixeira, Burnett, Swisher. Like, those were good players that you picked up. But, like... I mean, Cole was huge. Cole, yeah, Cole's a massive free agent signing. Huge. Like, you retain Judge, like, even though they fricked that up by overpaying because they didn't pay him the appropriate... I guarantee you if they offered him, like, I don't know, 300 to begin with or maybe 285 to begin with, they would have saved themselves almost, like, $80 million dollars. You know, probably but you know and they also leaked it out apparently again i i don't know if it's true or not but i'm, I'm assuming it's true um I, I don't know but yeah they need some they need some change and and, and boone is only on another only has another year left after this one i think he signed a two-year deal so i do think that he is going to be let go at the end of this this season um better or worse for better or worse i'm not i, I don't know yet i don't know who's out there really I just don't think he's the right fall guy. No, he's not, but he's going to be the fall guy. The yeah. flesh is always the manager. Like they did it with. I Boston. mean, from a Red Sox standpoint, I hope they just fire him and then they're like, all right, we did our job. But that's exactly what just, they're going to do. I think from an unbiased standpoint, the Yankees should not be doing, should not have like a World Series appearance. One, what, 2009 was the last one? Yeah. It's just not. I mean, maybe baseball is just changing, but. It, Teams are That's not how sports work. No, it's not. Teams. You guys seem to do fine in between now and then. Now, yeah, the Red Sox are a whole different. Ball yeah, but the Red Sox are not afraid to tear it down and like stink for two just years. Just trade Mookie Betts because it's fun. Yeah, they're not afraid to to <laughs> to like quote unquote tear it down. Right. I don't think the Red Sox will ever tear it down because they have too much money to tear it down. They can afford yeah, these right. big contracts, and I don't think the Yankees like will ever tear it down. Like people are saying, gut the organization. And when I think of gut, I think of like sell off all their pieces, meaning like sell off Cole or trade Cole, trade Judge. Like, they're not going to do that. And you can't, first of all, you can't trade Stan. He has a no trade clause. Like, he's not going to go anywhere. The only place that I could see them taking a chance is the Mets because that guy has endless money. And, you know, <laughs> that he does. whatever, you get a power hitter who can maybe, maybe he goes there and starts to hit again. Who the hell knows? I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's dark times. It's dark times. It's great times. Yeah, it's good times for you, buddy, but it's dark times for us. <laughs> it's really dark. I mean, like, it's just, there's not a game that I watch where I'm like, yes, they can win this game. Not a game. Yeah. I haven't watched a full game 
in weeks other than today because I was there. Yeah, you had no choice. And I so, mean, oh, I don't know. I God, did see one. I saw one guy that would be an interesting potential manager, um, the Braves hitting coach. He's actually from Suffern, New York, which is not far from uh, the city. Uh, it's just a few miles out. I don't know the exact. Mile. Why have the hitting coach a as a GM? Why Why would you want the hitting coach as the GM as opposed to Derek Jeter? No, manager, I said. Oh, sorry. Is Jeter being talked about, or is that just like Yankees? No, some, someone on Yankees WFAN said it. Well, the fan doesn't exactly hire bright people, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, you'd have Stu Gotts on there. I'm not, I'm not a fan guy. I'm an ESPN New York guy, <laughs> through and through. Um, I do like ESPN New York. Yeah, they're good. You should listen to the morning show. It's the best. Yeah, I might tune in tomorrow, see what they have to say. Uh, what? I could tell you they're going to tear the Yankees apart for sure. Oh. They're all, they're, I'm such a big hater when it comes to that stuff. I love listening to when my team's beat another team, and I just listen into their radio and see what they have to say. I mean, they're both Mets fans, so like they don't exactly oh. like. I don't want to say cry about it, but like they definitely like get a lot feel a lot <laughs> of phone calls from pissed off Yankee fans. But um, oh man, what was I going to say? I can't remember what I was going to say. Do you think Michael K will ever openly admit that Brian Cashman is doing a bad job? No, I mean, no. I mean, he's very – if you listen to the show day in and day out, he's very, very critical of the moves that he has made over the past few seasons. But, like, people don't hear that. They just hear what they want to hear about, oh, they went to the ALCS last year, which is true. They did. Whether you got swept or not, they were one of the last four teams standing. Dude, so, like, they to, fucking – I know I they got to the ALCS, but they limped in. They barely got past the team that they should have – Yeah. Easily. Listen, I get it. So, like, why would you think, though, coming into this season that you could expect something completely different? Now, granted, th- their second half last year was so bad. They were 50-50, right? They were 500. That's the team that they are, though. That second half is the team that they are. I think what they were holding on to was that 52-18 and 18 start because it was, it was crazy. But if that's what you're to. holding on to as a front office, that's not, like, you're not good at, you're not doing good, you're not good at your job. Yeah, and the trades, and the trades that they've made have been terrible. What's look at like? the fucking Braves, dude. That's a real organization. They know That's what they're the organization. doing. Organization. They got the cheat code, man. They, I don't know how they did it. They do. They do. They just eat our lunch. They do what we should be doing. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say in uh, that happened with the Heat. We'll switch to basketball real quick. A couple, I don't know, maybe seven, eight years ago before they got Jimmy Butler, they started off the season eleven and thirty. And then the second half of the season, they went 30 and 11. And then they re signed all these guys because they thought they had something. And then it just ruined the heat for a couple of years before they finally dug their way out of it. But like good franchises are able to recognize that they made a mistake, bite the bullet, and then, you know, figure it out. Yeah, because they have one of the, the best basketball minds of our time and Pat Riley running this, you know. No, 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 organization. no. Andy. Andy, whatever his name is, I forget. Andy, whatever his name is, that's the GM. The he is Uncle he, orchestrated, yeah, yeah. he orchestrated that entire trade with LeBron James and Chris Bosch. Andy Ellisberg and that, is who you're trying to say. And that will go down as one of the greatest <laughs> trades of all time. Thank I don't you. think LeBron was a trade. I think it was wasn't it? No, it was. It was. The, LeBron and then yeah, LeBron decided trades kind of screwed the heat over. Because then he left him. Dude, the, the way he the NBA screw you over, he got you guys, finals. We got two. two. The way the NBA works with these guys and having so much leverage into what goes on and being like, uh, I don't want to play here anymore. Trade me is absurd. We're on day 50 of Dame coming to the Heat. <laughs> yeah. That, like, I can't even pay attention to that stuff because it's like you could go, like you said, 50 days without hearing anything. <laughs> and then he unfollowed the Trailblazers on Instagram, oh, though. I hate that. You take the you know, Saquon took the Giants out of his bio. Like, who cares? It's just so petty. It's like, oh, my gosh. It's so dumb. Um, Anyway, but the positives I'm looking forward to are they're shedding some payroll. They're getting rid of guys like Donaldson and Severino. Definitely dead weight leaving. Severino and and Montas. And you know what? I hope Severino goes somewhere and figures it out because he is a good pitcher. Like, he can be a good pitcher. Throws like 98 miles per hour. Like, he's got good stuff. I I hope he figures it out because clearly we don't know what we're doing. And you know what? That leads me to my well, other point. Matt Blake, like, come on. 
guy pitched for four years at Holy Cross and had an ERA of six. So he's qualified to be the pitching coach for the New York Yankees, let alone any pitching, little, let alone any <laughs> pitching coach in Major League Baseball. Like, come on, are we serious? That's wild. I didn't hear about that. Hey, what is Holy funny. Cross? Hey, are they Division they, Three? I think they're Division One. I looked it up probably, today. I yeah, probably D One. They're D One, or they became D One at some point. But I looked. You know, you saw a few weeks ago. They hired, the Yankees hired Andy Pettit as a special advisor, you know, to the team, and he traveled with the team to. Atlanta, I believe. And uh, I'm not saying he could be a good pitching coach. I don't know. I don't know if David Cohn wants to throw his hat in the ring there when it comes to being a manager or whatever. But I don't know. You can't just like, you know, everyone wants to talk about Don Mattingly being the Yankees coach. They passed on Mattingly when they hired Boone. So, well, they should have hired I don't know. I don't know why they'll go back. Because that's what our organization tends to do. They pass on the people that they should have got earlier and then they go back. And they overpay for him. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, is shedding the dead weight, freeing up some money. I guess they want to stay under the luxury tax or reset it or whatever Hal wants to do. But you got to go after some guys. If you're not going to bring up Peraza, you're not going to bring up Florian. Uh, <coughs> Can we Pere- bring him up this year? Pere- like the season's Pere- a scratch. Pereira. Um, I, Dominguez, like go after Bellinger who's going to be a free agent even though he just, you know, his stock is rising because he's crushing it. Like you're going to have to overpay for that when you could have got him last year um for way, you know, way cheaper. Um he, Conforto I believe is a free agent. You have Snell as a free agent. Um Otani obviously, but I don't think anyone on the East Coast is getting Otani. <laughs> I think he's going I to- have a quick update. Holy Cross is Division 1. Took way too long to find it, but I got it. <laughs> Excuse me. So they're yeah. barely. So you know, had like <laughs> yes, barely twenty appearances in a six, you know, six five six ERA. So yeah, good guy to have as your pitching coach. But Mike, what do you think about bringing up all these young guys for the rest of the year? Why not? Yeah, it could, like, it could it could be like a, a, a you know a, a, like twenty sixteen when they brought up Wells and uh, excuse was it Austin? No, not Austin Wells is a catcher now. That's in AAA. No. Who's the uh, Greg Bird? No, no. I, I saw his first hit. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Came up, he came up with Judge, and they went back to back in their first at bats. Um, that was awesome. Austin, yeah, it was. I can't remember Fuck. his name, but yeah, so he's it, obviously. I mean, look, that's out. a good, that's a good guy to trade away. He's not doing anything. Um, <laughs> hold on, let me do some research. But uh, yeah, it could be like a mini 2016 when you had Sanchez come up. Uh, judge come up maybe you bring up some of these young guys and they contribute right now and then it kind of builds some momentum into next year i think you have to give wells a serious look to be your starting catcher next year you need a catcher who has power um and is a lefty that's what they i mean your two catchers right now are just you know higgy hit a home run today but you know it's like okay yeah of course he's going to get into one at some point but like you need a lefty catcher who can hit for power for being you know I feel like a lot of people sit in right field because they expect to catch a lot of home runs in in right field. We don't really have any lefties that that hit home runs. Like no left left no, field is no a spot. left left field is a spot to catch home run balls. Yeah, Yankee Stadium because we have all right. The research. All right, hang on, hang on. I found it. something. It's. I can't remember. Well, this is Severino, Ruff Snyder, and Holder were 2016 at the end of 2016. No, I can't remember his name. Keep looking. Type in like <laughs> type in judge, judge uh first home run, first game, and it'll kind of be in it'll be in there. Oh um, yeah, good. That's a good point. August thirteenth, uh, twenty sixteen. Well, what's his name? I'm looking it up. Well, we got dead Andrew air. Bailey. We got dead air right now. Rob Ruff. Austin Romine. Yeah. No. no. No, no, that was no. no. Okay. <laughs> Andrew Bailey. No, that's bullpen. I almost had you guys there for a second because I think his name is Austin. Wait, I can control F this thing. Tyler, it's this is the top notch research. Austin Tyler. No, Austin Tyler. No, Tyler. It's Tyler, not Tyler Wade. Tyler Austin. Tyler, Tyler Austin. Austin. Yeah, Tyler Austin. Austin. Anyway, they went back to back, and you know their first. <laughs> that took way too long. We had a lot of dead That air. is research at its finest, baby. And then they could sell a bunch of uh they could sell a bunch of baby bomber shirts again. 
Yeah, great. I the baby bombers are coming. I'm so sick of hearing that shit. The baby. We need Dandy back. The baby. And by we, I mean America. The yeah. The Mets do that too. The baby Mets. Like, okay, great. I don't care. It's awesome. It's great for marketing. But it the, doesn't do anything. For better or for worse, the Red Sox cycle people in and out, and it works. I guess. I mean, it look, pisses me look off. What happened with? But it uh, works. Ryan uh, Brazier. Did I, say, did I say his name right? Yeah. He's a stud in the, on the Dodgers team now. Of course he is. <laughs> he was trash. So he is, goes to, everyone goes to the Dodgers and just finds eternal life. I mean, so is, what's his name? Um, J.D. Martinez. Yeah, right? It's just so stupid. Yeah, yeah he's all star this year. That's the, that one hurts. I mean, Mookie's three home runs away from setting his all-time record, which he set last year. With the Dodgers. With the Dodgers. I mean, listen, the, the luxury – the benefit and luxury of our teams, the Red Sox, the Yankees, even the Mets now, is they have money and they have endless to spend money. It. You have to. Bump. The Mets are. Yeah, I mean that different. What they did this year, I feel like we should stop talking about the Yankees and start focusing. Dude, on I know that Steve Cohen has a lot of money, but like the Yankees are still the most fucking value. Like they're top five in the world out of all sports franchises, including yeah, soccer. I mean, and those guys have endless money. Yeah, that's. I mean, yes, but like. Again, that doesn't mean you can just go out and spend $400 million on payroll. Still have to run a business. You should know that as my financial advisor. You're out here buying you horses. Um, no, it's not He's happening. Buying a ho- He's buying a horse. Oh, it's not, not happening. Buying a horse. Next year, next year with the yeah. syndicate. I, I, Willie, I, I called him. Mark, Greg, Polly. The syndicate. <laughs> it's going to be a bunch of, a bunch of 60-year-olds and then me. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what those six-year-olds do, and you don't—they make money. <laughs> Maddie's Maddie's podcasting in a room with clouds on the ceiling, <laughs> in his mom's basement. <laughs> oh, dude, you are such a loser. Um, well, I called, <laughs> I called him yesterday because he sends me a picture of this horse he's going to buy. I go, "Is that the horse you yeah. want to buy?" He goes, "Yeah." I go, "Well, how much?" He told me the price. He's buying a fraction or a half of a share. It's going to cost X, and he goes, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not investing this to win. It's just for fun." I guess. Well, that's really reassuring. I'm handing you my money, dude. You're <laughs> investing. You should fun. be, you should be scared if you were giving me your money and I said, "Yeah, I'm buying a horse because this is an investment that I'm, I need to pay off." Well, That'd people, be dumb. people, Matt, people don't buy horses just for fun. They want they to win buy, money. They buy them. it for, it's like 70% fun, 30%. Yeah, we want to make money. All right. Well, do me a favor. Here's some more research you can do and add it to your list. Go talk to 10 horse owners and ask them if they do this for fun. Yes, they I have. Make money. Okay. I want, give me names and, and what they say. I'll Google Mark, it. Let's see what happens. Mark, Robbie. Oh, I'm real, real horse owners. What do you mean, real horse owners? Like, talk to the try to get a try to get an interview with Baffert. Well, fucking Bob Baffert, who's a trainer, idiot. You got a big yeah. podcast, Bob Baffert. Yeah, trainers are in it to trainers are in it to win it because that's their legitimate job. You know who's a big deal in the uh, horse yeah, racing Alex. world? We should get Alex on. Yeah, Alex is big. He's the guy who's going to be buying the horse. He's Alex Osville. Our bloodline agent. Now, that guy does it for fun. He loves horses. No, he works in it. Okay, now, so here you go. I have an answer. Hit me. He's legitimately most big. Horse, most host, horse owners frequently identify as recreational purposes for ownership. Suck my ween. Okay, so it's just rich dickheads who want to buy horses. Yes. Okay, yeah, great. absolutely. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Man, that was uh, talking horses. Big Free the weekend horses. coming up. Free the horses. Travis I'm kind of, I'm kind of in between on on. Some no, of that. I'm fully, I'm fully on the horse on the. Uh, I mean, but like, think, but like, horses, don't hold on. Throw, don't horses like? They love to run. They love to run. Those type of horses, the thoroughbred horses, you, they're not like other horses. They are. Talk to them. They are bred <laughs> to run. Doctor Doolittle over here. I'm telling you. I'm telling they're you. Bred to run. They have no other choice. I'm telling you yeah, a fact. They, they love it. Secretariat when it got into the uh, when it got into the starting gate, it knew exactly what was going on. He knew that he was the show and everybody was coming. That's to right. See it. In his post game press conference, he said it too. Listen, 
That's a winner's circle. They talk have no class and you don't follow the great sport of horse racing. Class, there's been 12 dead horses at Saratoga this year. Yeah, that happens. I mean, listen, but in in, in the horse racing. Talk about class. You think that that's what they want to have happen? I mean, there's horses that die in barns all the time. In defense of the horse racing, it is probably one of the oldest sports in, like, the world. False lacrosse. I'm sure they were racing uh, horses before lacrosse. Shout out, shout out to Native uh, Americans. No, Jim Brown. <laughs> Jim Brown was. So you're not going to shout out the Native Americans? Scumbag? Yeah, shout out to them. Oh, um, did you see that they're petitioning? Jim There's Brown, a group pe- hold on. petitioning. Yeah, Jim Brown was considered the greatest lacrosse, uh, greatest lacrosse, lacrosse player of all time. Did you know that? Yeah, went, I did know that. He actually. actually went to school in Long Island and played lacrosse. Very popular Strong out Island. there in Long Island lacrosse. Yeah, it's huge. They're actually petitioning. Native Americans are petitioning to bring back the uh, the Redskins. I almost, I almost said the, the R word. Yeah, they're petitioning to bring back the Redskins. Yeah, I saw that. Love it. I mean, bring that, back that the Indians. Can't get out, they can't get out of their own way. They can't get out of their own way. Are we talking football now? Uh, yeah. We already talked. No, we can jump into a little football. We got about ten minutes. Let me jump a little football. Um, Lodge, have you checked out um, Hard Knocks? No, I'm not watching that crap. Oh, Why? Because you don't like Aaron Rodgers? No, because he's upset that he no, left. I love Aaron. I've never watched Hard Knocks. I, I, I actually thought about watching Dude, it. I never watched it either. Not one single second of Hard Knocks. And then I was like, well, I got to watch it now because this is the most talked about team in the NFL. And it does not. It it, it holds up. It's like. Does it? Oh, right. dude. Like, I'm a Giants fan, but I am like so infatuated with like Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. I, I think it's great for them. He's get like I think I think they're going to be really good, dude, but they're also in an extremely tough division. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, the Bills are good, and they're going to be good as long as Josh Allen is there. But like again, Bills can't get out of their own way sometimes, and Bills window is closing. You know the uh, Bills, um, you know, what the day before uh, the game that they lost in the playoffs last year, who were they playing again? Some Bengals. Bengals. Day before that game, there. the police the police were called to Josh Allen's house. Yes, I've heard this three story separate many times. times, and it is a, I have I have it on good authority that it is true because the guy that I work with, his wife's friend, <laughs> is married <laughs> is married to the cop that showed up to his house. Okay, all right, I'm gonna pause you right here, okay, because. I was in when I was in Buffalo with Aaron, Elijah's brother. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every person who says that I have this on good authority, it's true, says exactly what you just said. His wife's brother. I know someone who knows the husband who was there. His wife's brother was the dispatcher, and he told so, me say, that. What, I don't even know what happened. What happened? Uh, he like cheated a, a on his girlfriend, tweet. and his girlfriend was freaking out. And the cops were called multiple times. Yes. And there's That's nothing that the they can do. Story. But, okay. Last time I checked, Josh Allen was in charge of Jamar Chase tearing up the Bills secondary. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, this is anyway, a big year I, for the Bengals, though. They got a winner, or else they're going to have to pay a lot of money. A lot of contracts coming up. They will. And they'll just pay Jamar Chase, and they'll be worth every penny. Well, what's his fate? Pay the receivers, not the running back. Higgins is going to want a ton of money, too. Let him walk. You'll find somebody else. Yeah, let's talk about the running back situation a little bit. Didn't they try to, like, start some, like, they had, like, a conference with, like, all the running backs, and, like, it literally went nowhere. And, and then Saquon, and then Saquon, Saquon signed, the deal. Like, <laughs> Joe Mixon took less money. They are in the <laughs> toughest spot imaginable because, unfortunately for the running backs, they are 100% right not to pay them because their shelf life is four years, right. and then you are better off drafting a new running rookie running back dirt cheap. But why Why has the game changed so much? Because there used to be running backs that were in the league for, I'd say, like seven Dude, every, years, eight years. Is every good. running back. You knew every single running back back in the day with like the Emmett Smiths, like that era. Like No, no, no. I don't mean that era. I mean back. even in like 2000 and like – Nine, ten, like Chris Johnson, Adrian but Peterson. The thing is, you know, I mean, the Giants had the Giants Matt had Forte. Brandon Jacobs and the Giants had Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw. Like they didn't have these stud running backs. Like they had two guys. You know what I think changed it? I'm thinking about it is who is it? Demarco Murray for the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. When he was behind that offensive line, averaging seven yards a carry. Yeah, it just clearly shows 
you can pretty much put Damian Pierce last year, six-round draft pick. These guys are good, but like the difference isn't that much. That if you get a good offensive line, you can throw anybody back there and they'll produce. Yeah, but if so you you're don't better have off a good offensive, the offensive line, line, if you don't have a good offensive line, which I feel like a lot of the league doesn't have, if you have a good running back, you can get around that. Not saying you. you no, yeah, but then offensive really. line. Then, I, I think know, if bro. you if you don't have a good offensive line and you have a, a running back that can catch out of the backfield, yes, you can get around it. Like, for example, Saquon. He's great catching out I mean, of the backfield. Look at the fucking Vikings. Their offensive line really wasn't anything amazing. And Adrian Peterson came back after ta- his leg exploding and almost beat the record. Yeah, there's, there's certain people that are different. Like Derrick Henry's different. Adrian Peterson's different. Generational running backs will always be generational running backs. But like for not, the majority not of Not in them, your opinion. There's no generational running backs anymore. When did I say that? He didn't exactly say that, but he just said you're better off just using them for the first four years and then drafting another one. And every once in a while, there is one or two, like Derrick Henry currently, where they can outlast the first contract and they're freaks of nature. But for the most part, you're better off getting a draft every four years, draft a running back. The Packers are about to do it with A.J. Dillon. He's a very good running back, but I guarantee you he's gone after this year and they just draft somebody new. Damn, Jones is still there, yeah. Yeah, he actually got a second contract, which was wild. That doesn't – I did not expect that. And I was upset when they did it because I was like, why are we doing that? Pay somebody else. But, you know, Aaron Jones is fine. He took less money, though. I, mean, I have a question. It doesn't seem like what's-his-name in Green Bay really has a uh, a feel for what's going on. I mean, he let Aaron Rodgers pretty much go because they had a bad relationship. As a Packers like fan, are you – Goudicus or whatever? No, uh, Goots. Are you angry at Aaron Rodgers? Do you hate Aaron Rodgers now? No, I love Aaron Rodgers. I'm glad another fan base gets to appreciate him like I did. I'm telling you, he like when he won back. I've been battling people my entire life about Aaron Rodgers. Finally, another fan base gets to see how great he is. Dude, he's the, would, I, he's I, the I, most talented quarterback ever. Yes, could be yeah. I did, and Patrick Mahomes will pass him in like a year and a half. I didn't. I never <laughs> I disliked Aaron Rodgers. I just hated all the Packer fans that were like, "Oh my god, oh my god, Aaron Rodgers." Yeah, it drive me nuts because he's. He's that good. He, they were then right. you could argue like, ah, he's got one Super Bowl. He's lost in many big games, and maybe that's the team around him. I don't know. Uh, there's so many. I mean, let's not get into it. I was having a good day. Yeah, sorry, but anyway, Hard Knocks, good watch. <laughs> you, should, right. you should check it out. They're like they have some really good young talent in Garrett Wilson, Ahmad, Sauce Gardner. Yeah, which one of you guys said they're not proven? Was that St. John said that? St. Yeah. John. What do you mean they're not proven? They, they were the offensive. I don't have playoff offense. experience. Oh, my God. Not many people. Offensive and defensive yeah, rookie yeah. of the year. Come on. And, his, and Brees and Hall his, was going to be in the MVP conversation. In his defense, the only defense that I will give him is it is one year. Okay. Yeah, now that they have a quarterback who has a brain. I know. And, I, and I'm and <laughs> i saying I, I, gen, I will disagree with his take, but. To give him some lifeline. But at the end of the day, I mean, they're still the New York Jets, yeah. and they could still screw it all up. That's exactly what it is. I mean, think about it. If Rodgers goes down, your your quarterback is Zach Wilson. He had a good run yesterday. Did you guys see that scramble he had? I saw the Hall of Fame. His, his helmet, dude, his head is huge. <laughs> Rodgers? Yes, it's the funniest thing in yeah, the world. Hilarious. He looks like that, uh, that alien, that cartoon alien. <laughs> <laughs> Megamind. And his chin strap. I feel like he's the only guy in the world that has that chin strap still. Oh, man. That was uh, – yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to watch them play. I think Rodgers is going to have you know his, his back-to-back MVP-type seasons that he had in Green Bay. Yeah, he did have a broken thumb starting in week, what, two last year whenever we played the Giants? I think we've said this yeah. multiple times that his numbers in Green Bay last year would have been like top two Jets <laughs> quarterback numbers of all time. It would have been the best jet, best jet season of all time. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That just I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad he's in the AFC, so we don't have to worry about it. like worst comes to worst. We have to face Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl, but like I don't know. I do the NFC. You're really talking about, about the Packers making it to the Super Bowl. If they make the playoffs, I don't see why not. I've after watching the 49ers come to Green Bay in the snow and win ten to three or whatever they won. I believe anything's possible in the NFL playoffs. Well, the NFC, like if you think about it, isn't necessarily the best team is the Eagles. Eagles and 49ers. Eagles, 49ers. And like the 49ers, in my opinion, like, yes, they're good. They're good enough to have a mediocre quarterback. But like 
I don't know if Purdy's going to do the same thing. He's coming off no. Tommy John. Like, I don't know if he's going to be a quarterback. Maybe I don't see why the Packers wouldn't make like couldn't make the playoffs. They got a good ass team. They have eight first round picks on the defense alone. Because the Lions are coming for you this year, buddy. And the Lions are going to be good. I mean, like and if you Campbell. actually look at the NFC, you got to go Eagles, uh, 49ers, Dallas, and then after that, it's kind of just like wide open. You maybe put hey, maybe, even the Giants are a good team this year. Yeah, they have a really tough schedule. They play the AFC yeah. East, hardest schedule. Yeah, we, we have to face the Lions, Bears, and Vikings. I think we could go six and zero like we always do. I am praying on Jalen Hurts' downfall. Don't like him. <laughs> I think it's more. I'm, I think it's I'm, more Sirianni that drives me insane. Yeah, I just he's hate the whole fucking dude. Eagles franchise. Eagles are a wagon, though, man. They are a wagon. Yes, they're really. They good got team. rid of. They let what's his face go. The running back. I can't remember his name. He signed with Carolina. Sean McCoy. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Miles Sanders. Another yeah, great running gonna back, be, and they're going to be just fine. Like the NFC South is a joke. Actually, you know yeah. what? The Bucks. Of the Jags, Panthers, the Falcons, Saints—they're not great. Saints should. Tom win. Brady comes back. Right. Seahawks could be good, very good. Yeah, Bron- Rams. What do you think about smart. the Broncos this year? Let's ride. Broncos um, Let's ride. I, I, I think they're going to be good because you know what, Sean. Despite what Sean Payton did with opening his mouth about Hackett, like <laughs> I kind of—he is I, a great coach. I kind of understand why he did it. Like, yeah. Like, first of all, the idea that you, like, don't talk bad about another coach in the NFL, like, you can't. Oh, you can talk bad about another coach in the NFL, but the manager of a baseball team. He was terrible. It was such a colossal fail that, like, so what if he said that? Now, when he took shots at his existing GM and ownership group, that was a little strange. But, you know, to say that Hackett caused a lot of problems, like, yeah, it's true. He just said the quiet part out loud. Like, there's no, I don't have a problem with that. So, like. You know, that'll be an interesting matchup with the, the Jets and the Broncos in week five, I think. I can't remember. Well, I just got a text about tickets to the Giants-Packers game week five, or whatever week uh, it is. Oh, well, maybe that's week December five. December 11th, Monday night football. Um, I don't know. So we'll uh, we'll see. Football is getting off, kicking off soon. I think Giants just had a preseason game yesterday. They, they, I'm obsessed with every Jordan Love throw right now. Watching highlights nonstop. Does he look good? He looks okay, and I think that's all I need. See a mini Rogers. <laughs> Make some great throws. What's that? You know what? You guys have had it great for the last what 20, 30. 30 years with thirty years. Arf, and then all of a sudden Rogers comes in, and I'm sure people were like, "Oh, he's not going to be good. There's no way." Yeah. And then he becomes the best quarterback, arguably of all time. Let's not forget that you. I know had, I've been beyond fortunate. Like, does love step in and three for three would be tough to go for in that scenario? But like, it's possible. Imagine another fifteen years. Oh, you also had the uh, the best backup quarterback ever, in my opinion. Who? Matt Flynn. Who did? Packers. Oh yeah, dude, he was that, bad. He was. He was about to start for the Seahawks. Dude, he was and Russell Wilson. Was good. He you was good. His Madden, his Madden rating was like an eighty-five. You know how much money that guy's made as a backup quarterback? Yeah, like, because of that one game against the Lions where he had six touchdowns. A lot. He's been the most highest-paid backup quarterback. You said the Seahawks could be good. Like, yeah, I think they could. Um, but, again, it's Geno Smith coming off playoff, you know, comeback player of the year. Before last year, he was kind of just like a, a nomad and couldn't really figure anything out. So, like, does he repeat it? I, I don't know. I don't see why his weapons are stupid good. Did you see the video of Pete Carroll out there throwing passes? Seventy-one years old. Hap- what happened to Dodger Stadium? Oh, I think there's a fire uh, out there. No, it, it looks like it's flooded. Oh, there's a hurricane. There's a hurricane coming up. Oh, that's right, the hurricane. Oh, it's flooded around it. I see a picture here. Somebody sent me. Hur- uh, hurricane Hillary. We got interesting, interesting name there. <coughs> hurricane Hillary coming up to knock those out all be- those <laughs> nasty folks in California, Southern Cal. Anyway, uh, I'm sure we'll get into football as we approach. We still got some time, so yeah. we can't really delve into it yet. But time and we'll, it's exciting to. I did my first draft this weekend, so it's did. exciting to be back. A little early. Yeah, I don't know why we did it so. Early. I think it was just in person, best weekend for everybody. We pulled the trigger. Nice. Ours is. I have one Wednesday. That's still kind of early, yeah, but try to push it as close to the start date as you can to avoid. And then I got two Labor Day weekend, which is you know the main weekend there. How many? How many are you in? Three. Okay. Yeah, I'm in two. 
I was up to six at one point, and it was just too much. Oh, my God. I'm in two, and then I'm a co-manager with another one. Yeah. I got a Dynasty League, too, in there, so it's Dynasty. So different. Dollar. I've been it's hearing a lot of Dynasty League. I really don't understand it. Is it's that where awesome. you have, like, an allotted, like, dollar amount? No, that's an auction league. Um, Dynasty League is you get 13 keepers. Oh, God. Or however many keep You basically keep the same team every year, and then you just draft rookies. Draft rookies. The auction league, so my buddy was telling me, the guy I went to the game with, he was telling me about, uh, like, you can draft guys that are still in college and pretty much claim them um, for when they make it to the NFL. Really? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, that's wild. And you do, like, you do like, oh, I'm signing this guy to a three-year contract, and it's, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that sounds crazy. I'm out on that. That's lot way too on. difficult. You got, like, I think you have, like, $200 that you can use and like Justin Jefferson would cost like 50 bucks. Right. What the hell? Are you, how, how the hell are you supposed to build a team? Well, there's a thing. It's there's strategy. That, I've never done an auction draft, but there's strategy that goes into it. You put, cause every, like you go in order, but then the person gets to select what player they want to put out there. Then everybody bids on it. So the objective is that you put people that are worth less out there and get people to spend more money on it early. I mean, that's got to take hours. Oh, it's probably a six-hour thing. Oh, my God. I barely, I've never done one that I don't want to. I barely have time to do the hour and 30 <laughs> minutes for the regular ones. Is Steve still the commissioner? Yeah, yeah corrupt. You got the corrupt. The Crandy League. Dude, I've, I've literally... I, that's Shout all out I Steve hear. Crandy. That's all I hear from people. Corrupt commissioner. <laughs> Your brother's in it. Your I know. That league seems fun. He's very active. Am I corrupt commissioner Sean McGarry? Let me tell you. I've heard some stories about him being corrupt. <laughs> I got him in the dynasty league now, so he can start pissing everybody off with his terrible trade request. Is Aaron in that league with you guys too? With Sean that runs. He's in my Dwaynesburg league. Yeah. I didn't. Didn't reluctantly. He always says he's going to quit every year. What happened with the? Uh, wasn't there like a trade or something that happened with like? Kyle and Sean and Sean like went back and was like, no, give oh, like when I think Henry missed the draft, missed something, and he was like, Oh, he's in the military. And his time was all messed up because he was in I don't like, think he said his lineup or something. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was in like Belgium. It's like two AM and then he's trying to set his lineup. And Sean was like, No, let him do it, and everyone's like, Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, this was the first time Henry was in the same like time zone as us and was able to draft. It was funny. That's awesome. Well, that's good. Well, yeah, like you said, football's coming up quick. We'll get into it. The Yankees are trash. Season's over unless somehow they win like thirty of their next like. Stop, Mike. Games. Mike. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying anything can stop. happen. Ro- Brother, Rod- stop. Rodon is coming back for the they second can. time. Nestor. Nestor's done. It can happen. That's another. That's another thing you want to talk about the medical malpractice. Guy goes out with a rotator cuff injury, does his time, comes back, makes one start, looks halfway decent, <laughs> goes out with another with the same injury. Like oh, so Chris Sale, nice. It's a joke. It's a total joke. My favorite. Anyway. Uh, my favorite tweet was like Brian Cashman after making no trade, after making no moves at the deadline, getting getting Judge. Nestor and Loisica back off of injuries, like making a trade for a big bat, a starting pitcher, and a big closer. Oh, it's you can you can almost like script what they're going to say at the end of the year. Anyway, we don't have to rehash any of this, but uh, no, no, we're good. We're good. Football's coming up. We're looking forward to it. We got the uh, the pick'em thing all sorted out, so we'll we'll throw that out there when the first ones have to be in. And uh, that's a wrap on episode nineteen. We'll talk to you guys. Uh, Oh, by the way, fuck the security at Yankee Stadium. Great. Make sure we cut that out. Go Yanks, baby. Yeah, yeah, I got you.